1: All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am super excited because we've got an absolute rock star on the line this week. A little bit about this person she has two superpowers, believe it or not. One superpower is email marketing and everything to do with email marketing. The other superpower is making people laugh. She's actually really funny. So even if the content is bad, hopefully you'll get a giggle or two out of today's episode. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Ms. Liz Wilcox. Liz, how are you?
0: Hey, I'm great. No pressure to make people laugh now, right?
1: (laughs) Well, you're so funny. I'm like, it'll be easy if I make it easy for us. I better make it harder. Um, Liz, now I've obviously, you know, we've been friends a while, you know, you've done a couple, um, things for my group, my podcast. So I know your story quite well, but if anyone's listening to this, watching to the, watching this hasn't been following you, uh, let us know a little bit about you. What is it you do? How did you get into it? Did you, did you just wake up one day and say, you want to be an email marketing expert or have you actually done it before? And, um, yeah, you're a trained copywriter or did you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, so I find that a lot of um, digital marketers out there start off as uh, service providers, right? They are copywriting, web designing, something like that for somebody else, and then they start their own business. And I think Jono and I are similar in this way that we actually had a very like B2C business before we got into the marketing aspect. We had our hands in it. So I actually had an RV or caravan blog. And <laughs> it took me ages. Um, I didn't
1: know what RV was for like the first time you spoke to me. I'm like, what the hell is an RV? But yeah, we call it a <laughs> caravan. Like, here in do- this.
0: <laughs> right, right. Like, is that an outlet for your house? Um, so yeah, so I wanted to travel the country in my RV, and my caravan, travel trailer, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, box on wheels, basically. That was my dream. And so, you know, I went online, everybody said, oh, you could make a million dollars from blogging. So I said, oh, well, I could do that. Sure. So I started a blog and I, you know, listen to podcasts like this one, And everyone was saying email marketing, email marketing. So mama didn't raise no fool. Um, I love to be efficient. And so I said, okay, that's what I'm going to go for. You know, I didn't have a lot of time. If you've ever been in the woods, you can imagine how crappy my internet was. And so I said, if I can just get this email sent out and build the email list, like people say I'm going to make money. So that's what I'm going to do. And so I spent three years building that business and actually, um, You know, my very first digital course was a course on RV maintenance and I had a wait list of 141 people. And by the time I did the open, yeah, I had an open cart close, you know, typical five day thing. And by the end of the cart close, I had made 141 sales. So word got around about that. I know it's crazy. Every time I say it, I'm like, that sounds so crazy, but it actually happened.
1: How big was the list at that time? Can I ask Liz?
0: Um I think on my entire email list I think I probably had I don't know 2 or 3000 people it wasn't you know it wasn't small but it wasn't you know gigantic yeah. um but you know it was because I was doing email marketing right which I'm sure we'll get into but I you know I started telling folks this started telling you know digital marketers I went to a conference full of copywriters and they were like what that no you didn't that's impossible um, no, no, no. And I said, yeah, sure. Of course it is. And I knew I didn't want to do the RV, uh, travel blog forever. So I actually sold that business and went all in on the email marketing. And, um, the price point, I see somebody in the chat asking it was for the beta. It was $99. And then, um, I raised it to one ninety seven. And in the first 12 months, I had over 400 people in the course. All
1: right. Well done. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> awesome. All right. And then now essentially you teach other people how to do the same, right? Someone needs help with right. marketing. You've got services, memberships.
0: Hmm. Exactly. So I just realized, you know, the biggest thing they always ask you like, what's something you hate, right. And make a business about that. And I just saw all my friends, you know, creating these courses, listening to the gurus, whatever, and then launching to crickets. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't run Facebook ads. I didn't, You know, I barely even post on social media about it. But what I was doing is I was emailing and I really got to know my people. And I saw such great success with that. I was like, oh my gosh, I like move over Jeff Bezos. Like I just cracked the code and I just, I want like, I'm on a freaking mission to make sure everybody knows like email marketing can and will work for you if you can do it right and Mm right for your people. And so like, it was a no brainer.
1: Uh, to sell the business and go all in on this. Yep. 100%. And we'll get into the email side of things. There's just one thing um, I love with that that I want to clarify for everyone listening and watching as well. It's not just about email marketing. It's about doing it right. Because everyone says it, right? Oh, build your list and then send an email out. And then, you know, you'll make a a dollar per person or whatever it is. And like, that's Mm -hmm. true. If you're doing it properly, if you're doing it incorrectly Hey, you probably still make a few sales, but it won't be the 141 like Liz did there. So I think for everyone listening, email marketing is great, but make sure you do it properly, which is what Liz is, is going to cover here. And I say we we dive into it, Liz. I think we just start from the start and, and sort of go through the, the journey. So I guess the start is how do we get people on this, this email list? You were a blogger. So you were obviously, you had your website, you know, you had traffic go to your, your blog. I'm guessing you had an opt-in there. That's how you built it. Um, do you recommend that's the best way or for your students, what do you sort of teach them if they're just starting off?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to build your list. Obviously I'm on a podcast right now. I do a lot of visibility work and I always say list building and visibility are the same thing. You know, Mm -hmm. the more, the bigger you can be online, you know, obviously the bigger your email list is going to be, uh, you know, as long as you've got some sort of opt-in, right. Um, but in general, when you have your, so let's start with the freebie and then I'll, I'll tell you how to get your freebie out there. So with your freebie opt-in, whatever the heck you want to call it. I know back in the day we used to call ethical bribe, right? (laughs) Uh, people tend to steer clear of that term now, but I kind of like it, um, You've got to think of your customer journey and work backwards. So what's Mm -hmm. the very last thing? If somebody was going to work with you, Jono, what's the last thing you want them to do? Like what's, you know, I'm picturing someone like walking up to the stage and graduating from, you know, Jono, you, right? What's that last thing? And then think backwards, go all, you know, rewind the tape, right? And what's that very first baby step you want them to take? And that's what you can create your freebie. Um, You can also look at what are people Googling? What are they searching for? What are they asking in Facebook groups? And how can you answer that? And then how you design it, what the actual offer is. Think about what format is easiest for people to digest. So me, I'm a B2B Uh, You know, a lot of my customers are full time entrepreneurs. And so I can create something that's more robust for them, I could create a mini course or, you know, a video series. But if your customer base are, you know, stay at home moms with an average of 2.3 kids, They're not watching the mini course. They're watching their kids, you know, uh, set something on fire or, or, you know, whatever. And so you want to keep it much simpler, right? So what format is easiest for them to digest? Um, I'll give you an example for, you know, thinking about the customer uh, journey backwards. For me, I want you to make as much money as you want from email marketing. That's that's my end of customer journey is, you know, everything about email marketing and it just freaking works for you. And it just makes you money. So what's that first step? Well, you got to build a foundation. You need a welcome sequence. So that's exactly what my freebie is. It's, you know, it's that already written, you know, swipe file with, um, you know, with the welcome sequence. So as far as the, also with the freebie you want to create a landing page with copy that stands out um, and says a lot in as little words as possible. Mm -hmm. People are very distracted, especially in this can we say post-COVID, I guess at the time of this recording, it's not post-COVID. We're <laughs> we got post-ish. another variant
1: coming in Australia.
0: Yeah, I, we're kind of doing this salsa dance around <laughs> that line. But we're in this world where, you know, we're constantly on our screens. You know, John and I, were on a Zoom meeting right now. You're listening to a podcast. Um, you know, you probably got your phone in your face anyway. The TV might be on. Um, you know, so we want to keep our copies short and sweet we want it to showcase our offer but a little bit of our personality. Um if you can't see me right now, I've got a crazy <laughs> headband on, I've got a Will Smith shirt on, in sync in the background. And so on my landing page, you know, I've got bright colors. I think on my landing page itself, I'm wearing the same outfit and I'm pointing to my shirt and I think it even says Will Smith would want you to have this. <laughs> Obviously, that's nothing else. Oh yeah, John has got the Will Smith book. I've got mine over here that's wicked. Um, but I want people to know that I love Will Smith, that I'm fun, I'm fresh, right? Stuff like that. And that's, I do that with a picture instead of words, right? Um, then you want to talk directly to your ideal person when you put that landing page out there, right? Like if you don't like Will Smith or you don't know who he is, you're going to be like, well, you know, maybe I'll opt in, but I don't, I don't really get this lady. And you're probably not actually going to open up the freebie, Right. Um, but if you love Will Smith, like if you're pulling out your Will Smith memoir, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm checking her stuff out. I'm going to do exactly what she says. Right. Um, and just when in doubt, keep it simple. And as far as the placement goes for your offer, and this will just kind of naturally segue into, um, you know, list building as well. You want to have it on its own landing page. Like I said, that way people can, When you put it in different places, people, they either have to opt in or they have to opt out, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like a sales page with your course. You know, you're not like, oh, well, maybe if you don't want to buy, go to my Instagram. No, just click out. Like, I'm only sending you to this sales page. It's kind of like a mini sales page in that way. Now, I want you to look at your homepage of your website, and it's got to be on, you have to offer this freebie in order to list build, really truly list build, at least three to five times. If you go to LizWilcox.com, I think it's five or six times I have it where it's just, boom, you know, hey, get the swipes, get it, get the welcome sequence. Hey, at the bottom, because I am 90s themes, it says, oops, you did it again. Get the swipes, right? Very hashtag free Britney, right? And so it's just, you know, putting that offer out there again and again. It's like when you run an email and you want to put, you know, the same sales page link a couple times, right? You want to give people opportunities to sign up. You can do it in your about page. You can even lead into your freebie. So uh, if you look at my about page as an example, I'm telling a story about me, about you, about how we can work together, and it leads into, you know, it's it all starts with a welcome sequence. Get my freebie, right? Um, if you've got a blog in your sidebar and, you know, the other social media bios, um you know basically always be promoting it and then as far as other places other than like your website and where how to place it and everything i think i i have like you know beginner beginner intermediate and advanced ways of list building and number one just ask around i know the biggest or the you know the oldest piece of advice is like email 100 people and ask if they want to be on your list like i don't want to advise 100 people but ask around Hey, Jono, I'm starting this new business. You want, you want to get on the list? You know, stuff like that. For me, I announced it on Facebook, both both of my businesses. I said, hey guys, I just, you know, I, I just started my RV blog. I'd love for you to join my list and follow along as I, you know, actually hit the road. And I just started doing that and other emailing people on Facebook, on Instagram. And that's how I got my first, you know, couple dozen people. Facebook group interactions, You're in a Facebook group uh, with somebody, you know, maybe it's like a women's weight loss group and somebody says something, of course, you know, ask permission. Jono teaches this really well, like how to do it organically and make it feel good. But that's another great way. Other social media, guest blogging is a great Mm -hmm. thing. Now, this is going to take you a little more time than Facebook ads, right? But it's so worth it. And guest blogs, podcasts like this, stuff like that, it lives forever. I mean the business I sold, that RV business, I sold that, they're still getting leads from stuff I wrote five years ago, right? They're still getting those leads from those, from those blogs that, you know, are going to live basically forever, right? Also Pinterest, optimizing your website, like I said, and then for that intermediate, if you're like, okay, I've, I've got some of that going, You can, and Jono's really good with this. Maybe he wants to elaborate a little bit. That Facebook group entry question, right? Mm. Putting your freebie. Hey, I've got 101 ways to renovate your RV. Do you want it, right?
1: Yes, bang on. Do you want me to elaborate on that one or-
0: yeah, I'd love for, I'd love for you so I can take a sip of
1: water. <laughs> Wait, well, I've just got I've taken so much notes here. I've got to summarize so much stuff. I'm like, man, that's gold, that's gold, that's gold, that's gold. So I'll summarize some of that because I don't want anyone to miss any of that. Let me think of where to start. All right, cool. Let's start with the list building in general. So we've got a couple people on here live. What I recommend doing, I've just put a link to Liz's Facebook in the chat. If everyone wants to send Liz a friend request, and now that's a way she's building her list as well, right? So that's one way you can do it. Getting on po- um, podcasts, everyone listening to the podcast, Liz, what's the the? Where should we go? Should we get your your swipe file? Should we add you as a friend? What's the best thing?
0: Yeah, you can add me as a friend, or obviously, you know, I'm an email marketer. Like I said, I've got three to five ways you can add me from LizWilcox.com. But if you're getting on podcasts or any sort of visibility like that what you've got, you've got to have a line like this, like, oh yeah, I'd love for you to go to lizwilcox.com right there in the top right-hand corner. There's a hot pink button. It's going to give you those swipes I keep talking about, right? That's rehearsed, right? (laughs) Boom, nailed it. Um, But when when you do that, like whether you're doing that in Facebook groups, you know, other visibility things, you know, it becomes really easy. You direct Mm -hmm. them exactly where you want people to go.
1: And I love, um, so Liz's freebie is perfect. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, Ooh, the welcome sequence, it's exactly what I need. Cause it's like the first thing you need for you going to start email marketing, well, I better get a welcome sequence together. You know, Ooh, I'll, I'll get Liz's and I'll copy and paste that, you know, and then it's the logical next step. It's like, great. I've got my welcome sequence. What the crap do I do now? Oh, Liz's welcome sequence is good. Let me see what the next thing is to do. Oh, she's got this this program here. I might purchase it, right? Similar with, let's say, if we use the, the course creator community. So my freebie to get into the Facebook group is, um, hey, do you want this free mini course on uh, how to create your first course in less than 48 hours? It's essentially a mini course, a lead magnet, right? That's what I'm, I'm teaching in there because that's the first step there. It's kind of like, well, you don't want to, you know, the, the last thing you want to do as a course creator is make your course. The first thing you need is the lead magnet. Get that, then go out. So that, that's my thing there. It's like, you know, go and get the lead magnet. And then the next logical step from there is all right. You know, now you've got to get this lead magnet out into the world and, you know, build your following. Well, how the crap do I do that? I'll reach out to John and I'll do his program here that teaches me how to do that. So that's the way I look at a, a lead magnet there, which I think was awesome. Um, I love how you said the landing page. You want to describe what you do in as little words as possible. You know, the more I have to read for a freebie, the less chance I have of of opting in. Different story if I'm spending money. Okay, then I want to read a little bit more and see what it is. But if it's a freebie, just tell me what I need in as little words as possible. And I think the personality is great as well because it's like, I mean, Liz explained it perfectly. She's into 90s, Will Smith, NSYNC, Britney Spears. Like, If you're into that stuff, you're going to pick her over her competition. If you're not into it, Totally cool. You might get turned off from it. Fine. You probably never would have bought her stuff anyway. So it's kind of like you're better off just being yourself and attracting the people that really like you. And even if it means det- even if it means some people don't like you because of that, that's fine. They never would have bought anyway. If you're just vanilla, nothing against vanilla. If you're just you know plain, sorry, I should say, if you're just plain you're just not going to really you're not going to get the following if you look at kind of anyone that's got a following there's something about them you know they've got some sort of personality there so i think that's key i love how you mentioned the 3 to 5 times it's like That's good in either way, right? Let's say, I think it it works well for a website and a blog because it's kind of like, you know, you go to the website, maybe a pop-up comes up. That's one, you know, maybe you, you mention it somewhere in the blog. That's two, you know, you mention it down the bottom of the blog as well. That's three, you know, and then it's the same thing on different pages of the website, but even no matter what you're using, let's use Facebook groups as an example. All right. It's the welcome question to get in there. Maybe you also have it on your banner up the top of that. Maybe you also do a welcome post. So every week you do a welcome post for the new members that come in. Maybe you also send a direct message to the, this is, this is what I do with my Facebook group. Those, those it's not just that the question is just one way. I know it's about a 30% of people that will answer that question there, but that, but I get more, but I get more than 30% because if they don't answer it, hey, I send them a DM, you know, a few questions. Hey, what's your email? Or, you know, do you want this freebie? Give me your email, right? They also do a, a I also do a welcome post. It's on the banner. So it's like, you know, yeah, three to five. And then every week there's some freebie going in there as well. So it's like even it's not just the one uh, reason to get that person in there. You know, or not just one time. It's it's three to five. Um, yeah, and I, then we were talking about the list building. I think ask around is is the easiest first step, right? It's like, all right, cool. You know, you're on, on social media. Yeah, let's go and, and ask around. Um, in terms of, yeah, in terms of other Facebook groups, there's obviously different groups, right? Some allow you to promote at any time. Some never allow you to promote and some, you know, on certain days, I recommend joining a heap of them. And there's ways, there's ways you can do it no matter what. But I think the easiest is the, the groups that have that promo day to start with. It's like, all right, right. Mm-hmm. Let me join five different groups. This one on Monday, this one on Tuesday, this one on Wednesday, this one on Thursday, this one on Friday. That's at least a good start. And then once you get more comfortable, you know what you're doing, there's, there's other, ways, um, other ways from there. But all right, cool. I love that, Liz. Let's get to the email now. So now we've got that lead magnet. Someone's opted in. Where do we, is the welcomes, do you want to give us some tips on the welcome sequence? Is that the, the, the best place to start?
0: Let's take a quick break. Right now. Yeah. So I know a lot of people, uh, you know, they always worry, oh, well, nobody's opening my emails, nobody's clicking on them. And really, it's all about setting a very firm foundation. I mean, like Mm -hmm. building a house, doing anything. The stronger your foundation is, the stronger it is at the beginning the stronger it can get. So I know, gosh, I, I don't know how, I think this is why I became obsessed with email because someone told me one time, I said something about my open rate being like, you know, 35 or 40% on a blog Woo-hoo. comment. And this was, I mean, this was years ago. And they said, oh, well, you're just starting out. The The older your email list gets, the bigger it gets, the the more that's gonna go down.
1: I'll put the links down in the show notes.
0: And I thought, well, that doesn't make any damn sense. (laughs) Excuse my language. Uh, Like if I'm getting more people, wouldn't I be getting more popular? People would want to open like in my head. That's what I thought. And, you know, you don't tell Liz Wilcox how something's going to go down. I'm going to show you how it goes down. And so that was at the beginning of my blog. You know, I had maybe a couple hundred people on my list. By the time I sold my blog, I had over 5,000 people on my list. And I sold the email list with a 47% open rate. Wow! And this was before the Apple, huh?
1: 5,000 people out of 47%. Yes. Over,
0: yeah. Over 5,000 people on the email list. And this was before the Apple iOS update. So this was super accurate, okay? (laughs) This was super accurate. Um, And so I look at it like, a hurricane we all know or a cyclone whatever you call it on your side of the world right and so the more water it gets right the stronger it gets the more intense it can be the and that's i mean we literally call things funnels right like shouldn't it be getting stronger at the bottom instead of weaker right mm-hmm. and so if you've got that firm foundation it can be like an actual funnel a cyclone a hurricane where it's very, very, very strong on the bottom, right now, I I've got about two thousand people on my current email list. My open rate is my average open rate is almost sixty percent. Wow! And so this is this is just a firm foundation, and it's really simple. It's just four emails. Number one, give them the freebie. Give them whatever the heck you promised you would give them. Number two, show them some of your best content. So if you're a podcaster, what's your most popular episode? Uh, you know, if you're a blogger, what's a what's something that truly represents, you know, what you wanna teach, right? I love to be on podcasts, I love to be on video. So I send out a video saying hi. Um, the third email, and this is the most important, if you learn nothing else from Liz Wilcox, please write an email, put this in your welcome sequence. This is going to set you up for success. This is, this is where the foundation is built. Set expectations, write an email where you tell people what is happening on this email list. So you share a little bit like, oh, I I love course creators because X, Y, Z, right? Get them nodding their head like, yes, that's me. And then set expectations. Tell them, I'm going to email you Tuesday afternoons. I'm going to do a podcast live every Monday right here and link to your Facebook group, right? I'm going to, you know, and this is ding, ding, ding. Where are my sound effects? This This is what you need to write down. I'm going to offer you free and paid resources, boom, you just flipped the switch in the back of their head that you're a business. Even mm-hmm. if you don't have a tripwire, even if your course isn't created yet, now they know they're not just getting free stuff, they are going to pay for something if they want it, right? And you are going to offer them. That way, this eliminates all the freebie suckers, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not that they, you know, some people will unsubscribe, but it's just that you flip this switch in the back of their head that says, oh, Russ is going to sell something to me. John is going to sell something to me. Liz is going to offer me a paid product. And you can say free and paid products, free and paid services, resources, whatever words you want to use. It doesn't even have to be a sentence, a bullet point. I'm going to offer you free and paid resources. That's incredible. I started doing that. I don't know. It just It was an idea that came to me. I knew I wanted to, you know, my blog wasn't just going to be a blog. It was going to be a business. So I needed to tell people, I'm going to offer you, you know, I'm going to offer you products is the word I'm looking for something paid. And so, you know, when I said, "Hey, here's my course, here's my book, here's my whatever," it they knew it was coming, right? Even if it was months later, even if it took me a while to create X, Y, Z, right? And then the last email you can send out is your big why. At this point, they probably care. They finally, you know, they get to know you a little better. They're like, "Oh, okay." you set expectations, you make them feel comfortable. And this is where you can say like, oh yeah, I started this email marketing thing because I was tired of course creators not selling anything, right? I was tired of them wasting money on Facebook ads, whatever, right? Whatever your big why is. And don't go into this long story, 2000 word essay. Nobody cares that much quite yet, right? This is the welcome sequence. But you know, maybe 500 words or less of why you do what you do and then just send them that a, a consistent newsletter. So for course for creators, probably once a week where you know you're just checking in on them and um, you know updating them on whatever. Now I do want to go back real quick because I was talking about open rate click rates. If you if you do those emails properly, your open rate, you know, because they're you're doing simple things at the beginning, you're keeping it short and you're setting expectations, you know, those are things you need. At the beginning of any relationship, but to get people to open again and to click, you want to get them. And this is as you're building your list. If you have if you're listening, you got a list of a hundred thousand people. Don't do this. <laughs> but if you're Sorry, just I, building- I, I, I
1: don't think anyone's at that stage yet.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> so one day, one day, put it, put it on your vision board. Um, so you every email has three jobs. Get it seen, get it open, get somebody to take action. So how do we get it seen? That has to do with deliverability. Is it going into spam or the inbox? If you can get someone to reply to you in those first four emails, Mm -hmm. you're gonna go into the inbox. And as your list building, because you've signaled to the, I call it the internet gods, you've signaled to the internet gods, oh, Jono just replied to Liz. Liz must be important to Jono. I'm putting that in the inbox next time she emails, right? Again and again and again. Then if I meet, you know, Russ, Kelly, whoever, oh, well, Liz is important to Jono, so must be important to Russ. I'm going to put that in the inbox right off the bat. That's how you get your open rate up. That's how you get that deliverability.
1: It's like a credit
0: score, right? Let me just jump in
1: there for a sec. Yeah, yeah. Just to make sure I I understand what you're talking about, but just confirm. And also for everyone else, essentially you send an email, especially if it's like a blast or a heap of people, there's a, it's highly likely that it's going to go into the junk. Um, however, if that person replies, let's say it's me and Liz, you know, I send an email out to whatever thousand people, Liz replies, okay, I'm probably always going to go into Liz's inbox moving forward. So that's a little win there as it is. But let's say, um, let's say, uh, the more of those people that do it, the more it's like a score, as you said, you know, it's like the more people I can get, it's like a flow. It's like, all right, Jono's sending these emails. Every email he sends, a heap of people reply. He must be a legitimate guy. In future, let's not put him in the junk. Let's put him in the inbox. That's essentially how that works, right?
0: Correct, correct. That's so so powerful. Yeah, so getting people to reply is super powerful. And getting them to click, uh, you know, it's not as powerful, but if you can get them in that welcome sequence to click, They're going to click much later. Um, It's going to help with that deliverability and that Mm -hmm. click rate later. So, getting them to reply helps with the deliverability. Getting them to click helps with, you know, when you finally sell your course, they click on the page, right? And there's a couple of ways to get people to click. Um, You can do little surveys. So, instead of saying, like, click here to take my survey, you can say, you know, I don't know what kind of content create. Do you prefer podcasts or YouTube? please click one. It would make, you know, it would really make my day, right? You don't have to offer anything crazy, but if you do that right off the bat, um, you know, it's good. That's why I say like your best content, that second email, if you can link out to something, like I say, oh, I made you a video and it's a welcome video. Steal that idea. Please write it down. Take it, make it your own because people are, oh gosh, I just met this lady. She's making me a video. That's crazy, right? And they're clicking, that click rate is so big and then you know when i send them something later they are, are already conditioned to click so if you can get it in the foundation that's great now if you're wondering well liz you know i've already got 200 people on my list and i missed the boat on all that stuff <laughs> like what the heck um well first get the welcome sequence and write it for all the new people that you're going to be list building for um but you can First of all, to get people to reply, just ask a yes or no question. Don't ask yeah. big existential, it's just yes or no. Um, like for me, it would be, you know, do you have an email list? Hit reply, yeah. yes or no. Yeah. Do you think this is a terrible idea? Hit reply, yes or no. Yeah. And you can even say, no, really, a yes or no would be totally fine, right? If you're thinking, oh, well, my, my people are overthinkers. Like just be very explicit to get people to click you can even, you can say things like, it would mean a lot to me for you to really click this. Mm-hmm. I'm just a soul, you know, I'm a solopreneur. I'm, I'm a one man shop over here. Like, I really, I really want this information because I learned this because I was trying to sell to people that didn't want to pay for electricity. Mm-hmm. Men in their sixties, I'm trying to get them, you know, <laughs> I'm trying mm-hmm. to get them to, you know, look at an online course, they've never even heard of an online course before. But it's because I was training them that if they click, it meant something to me. And also they were going to get something in return, like a funny blog post or a video or, you know, a course that I literally created because they asked me to Right? They're click, click, clicking. And so you can also, I will give one more piece of advice. So the main things I want you to take about the open rates is ask yes or no questions, be very yes. explicit. And with the click rates, this has really helped me, and please steal this idea, get people to, um, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. (laughs) You can get people to pick a number. So you you can literally, the subject line is pick a number. And you can say, hey, today let's play a game, something like that and you can say, you know, if anybody guesses the right number, you know, oh. I'll give you I'll give you something, X, something that's super simple, right? That doesn't cost you any money to make. Yeah. And just put four or five options, right? And numbers, right? You know, seven, 13, whatever, and whatever number, and they know they've got a great chance. If you pick five numbers, they got 20% chance of getting this free thing.
1: Yeah.
0: And so th- why wouldn't they click? Like you're giving, you know, it's fun. It's like gamifying the email, right? And say, okay, um, I'm going to look tomorrow. You know, I've tagged you because a lot of people aren't email savvy. So you can say, I'll be able to see what you click on. And then you just email the people that won, right? Um,
1: wait, 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 let me, and, I'm just getting a bit lost to you, Liz. Let me get my head around this. So sorry. <laughs> you, you'll send out an email which says, you know, hey, I'm giving away a fr- my free guide on how to grow your Facebook group or, or something like that. You mm-hmm. need to click is there one link below or is there five links How there's does that...
0: five different links okay sorry and so so there's five different links like hey i'm i'm gonna give out you know the first module of my course to anyone that guesses the correct number right okay. yeah i've got the number 7 13 27 blah blah and these are five different links or three however many you want to do right um just click one, and I'm going to email the people that clicked the right answer, um you know, tomorrow or whatever. And you can look tomorrow to see who clicked. You click you know, tomorrow. number seven, lucky number seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you what can if, what send if they them click, something. What
1: if they click multiple ones? That's all right. Even better if they click multiple ones, right?
0: Even better. Yeah, it, it's a it's a win win. It's not yeah. you know it doesn't. You know, cheat you to give away. You know, a sneak peek of your course.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Um, and and then you're getting.
1: They're probably the people you want. It's just
0: training them to click. Yeah. And it's training them that clicking is fun with Jono. Clicking is fun with Liz. Like this is a game, right? I oh, I'm gonna get something good if I click, right? It's very psychological, but that's super, super helpful. You can also change that email to hit reply with a number one through 100. If you win, I'll give you my course or whatever, right? People are going to reply. I, yes. I do that one every once in a while. And I get I get so many replies. And I did it one time and not one person guessed the correct number. And so like, it didn't even cost me any money, <laughs> but I got true. so many people to reply. And that's how I have those crazy open and click rates. Let's take a quick break.
1: iHeartRadio, Radio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. That's awesome. Well, I think there's a couple things there, and I think like um, these are really good hacks because I think the given is you got to send good content. It's kind of like if you just send the bad right. content, like you know, no one's going to click anyway. Um, these are these. If you are sending good content, and you're like, well, yeah, why aren't people opening? These things are awesome. You know, I love that, that reply in the, there's, there's a couple of things, actually. I love that. Where was it? The expectations that free or paid one. I think that's great because I spent a lot of time uh, doing sales calls. You know, I did sales calls for years and that's how I'd start every sales call. It was like, you know, Hey, Liz, great to have you on the call here. Um, Look, I'd love to hear a little bit about you. And look, if there's something I've got that can help you out, then great. You know, I'll offer you that. If not, no dramas will go our separate ways. It's just setting those expectations from the start hey, this isn't a free coaching call. I'm going to sell you something at the end of it. But I'm saying it in a way that's that's like appropriate. That's essentially what's going on with that email there. It's essentially an appropriate way of saying, hey, I'm going to sell you stuff. So I love that. Um, that reply, so powerful. Because it's kind of like, um, you, it's, it's doing multiple things getting that person from the start. Now they're on the list, they reply to that. Because I think there's more chance of that first one, they're seeing the first one. I think it goes to the junk if they see heaps of them and they don't open it, you know, and it's like, ah, it's junk, you know, but if they reply to that first one, and I love how you said yes or no, because it's similar to Facebook group engagement. It's kind of like, you know, when I'm helping people with their Facebook groups and I'm like, yeah, you know, ask some engaging questions and they'll be like, all right, cool. So I'll ask this question. It's like, hey, which person are you? Are you like, you know, a woman that's been through multiple divorces and, you know, been through multiple partners and unhappy with that. Are you a woman that's been through two or three? I'm like, no one's answering those sort of things. Give them, you know, um, yes or no, you know, agree or disagree, you know, like simple things like that to start. So I love that there. And yeah, the click as well. And I think it's so good to get these right from the start because it's setting the expectation further on as well. Um, and even if, yeah. And I think you covered it anyway. It's like, even if someone is, you know, two hundred thousands of people deep, great. Start with the new people. So I, I love that there. Um, all right. And then what about moving forward list? Let's say someone's like, right, you know, I've, I've got that perfect welcome sequence that's done. Um, I think you recommended about one email a week. Any tips on, on that one email a week and what we should do there?
0: Yeah, sure. So, you guys are getting like the full crash course here. <laughs> I hope it's helpful. <laughs> um, so with your newsletter, I do recommend for most course creators once a week is really good. And if you listen to other podcasts, other email marketers, you'll likely hear tell tell a story. Stories connect. You know, every marketer, you know, stories, story, stories. I mean, look at the way Nike markets, you know, big companies. They tell stories in their commercials now, right? And so that, that definitely works and it definitely has a place, but in your weekly newsletter, you don't need to tell stories every single time. Chances are you don't have time to write a story and your people don't have time to read a story from you every single week. And so instead, let's just condense that. We still wanna make that personal connection. We wanna build that trust, but you don't have to do it in the you know, five paragraph, 10th grade English lesson uh, way. You can just give a personal update. And this is just two to three sentences. Like if you were getting on the phone, you know, I just called Jono. He says, what's up, Liz? Say, oh, nothing. Just did a podcast interview. It was really funny. I made a joke about X, Y, Z. Anyway, I'm calling because I wanted to ask you whatever, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? That's the way your newsletter can go. The personal update, just two to three sentences about something that has happened since the last time you emailed them, right? Maybe, you know, you didn't do anything, and you say, well, I haven't done much, but I wanted to email you anyway, or maybe, you know, you went to see a movie. Hey, I went to see a movie. It was really great. Anyway, and you segue, and the segue can literally be as simple as, you know, all caps anyway, dot, dot, dot. What I really want to talk to you about is my new podcast episode, episode, is, uh, you know, the new module I'm building for my course, uh, you know, this Instagram t- Real, I saw that I think you would think was funny, you know, whatever the content is, and then just sign off, right? And I always recommend every at least once a month, sprinkling in gratitude, saying, thanks for being on this email list. It means a lot to me. It just kind of breaks the, breaks the fourth wall. Is that what the saying is, right? Where it's like, oh, Liz is a person. Oh, yeah. she's emailing me instead of like, oh, I'm just clicking. Oh, I'm reading it. Oh, maybe I'll click on this. It's like, oh, that was really nice. You know, it's not something I see a lot of people doing. And so if you can do it, it's really going to make you stand out. I'd say once a month, once every six weeks, just a PS. It means a lot to me that you read this email. Thanks so much. Let me know if you need anything. You know, stuff like that.
1: I think there's, and
0: it shouldn't, it shouldn't take you more than 20 minutes to do that a week.
1: Love that. I think the couple keys there is the personal side of things. If you listen to Liz, she mentioned that first paragraph. It's not, you know, um, uh, you know, catching up too much with what you did on the weekend, but it's just something to make you personal there. And then even down the bottom, I was just about to unsubscribe from someone's list the other day. And I had something like that. I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was something like cute and personal in the unsubscribe. You know, I can't remember exactly, but it was along those lines where it's like, oh no, John, in the, in the email, like just before I was about to press unsubscribe and I'm like. I can't hurt this person's feeling. I'm going to stay on this list here, you know, because <laughs> so I'm usually ruthless, you know, I'm usually just unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. But yeah, that, that was enough, you know, so love those there. Um, but hey, Liz, I want to be sensitive of your time. Um, is if someone's listening to this and they're like, actually, we've already given you a bit of a, a, a plug there. So I think if I'll put all the links down in the show notes to Liz's website and her social media, uh, Liz, anything you want to finish us off with?
0: Yeah, I would love to say that um, you know I love email marketing, but I want you to love it too. Email marketing can be super simple, super fun, and you know personal. It's consider it a money making activity, but it's also a way to truly connect with people. Mm. Um, I love it over everything else because when I sit down to email, you know I think about Jono, Russ, Sylvia. You know, and I can get to know people. It's one to many, but it can become one to one. And, you know, on top of making you money, you can really actually get to know your people. So you can create, you know, the best course possible for them and continue to improve it because you're literally talking directly with your customers all day. And, uh, you know, who knows, they might even become your friends.
1: Love it. I'll just add one little piece on there as well, um, piggybacking off that. And I know you teach this as well, Liz when you're writing that bulk email you're writing it to one person right you're not thinking all right i'm going to th- send it to this list of people out here it's like all right i'm writing this to russ i'm writing this to kevin and you're you're writing it like you're speaking to that one person right
0: oh yes don't it's the same way when you watch instagram or something and people say like hey guys mm-hmm. it's like there's no one watching that, you know, if if you (laughs) want it, it yeah, you want it to feel personal. Like, Hey Mm. friend, how Mm. are you today? And that, you know, you don't want to fake it. Like pretend it is that one-to-one people, Mm. you know, should know it's a mass email, but the more personalized you can make it, the more you can, you know, like, wow, that felt like it was written to me. That's going to be the best compliment and uh, the best thing for your business that you can do.
1: Love it. Awesome. All right, Liz, thank you for your time.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Course Creator Community Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.